Pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome everyone here to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network. It is Friday, so happy, happy Friday to everyone. Um, it is June 12, 2020, and today we are talking about distracted by the obvious. Um, but before we jump in um, to the show, I did something today that I never, ever, ever thought I would be doing. And I can't say it was exactly on my bucket list, but it kind of falls under the topic of um, a sentence you never thought would come out of your mouth. I am a lucky girl. I got to vacuum AstroTurf today. <laughs> um, we, and I say we as in mostly my husband, like, oh, let's see, 97% of this project, um, we have a dog run. AstroTurf, yes, AstroTurf, like turf, like green plastic grass. Um, <laughs> my wonderful, fabulous Giggly producer in the chat is like, AstroTurf? I'm like, yep. Um, we have this, we don't have a, we, have, we live on an acre, but we only have a very small portion of that fence for the dogs. And this has been, <laughs> it's the little things, it is the little things, um, three-year project. Um, and Yesterday, Sean goes, um, you think you can help me vacuum the turf? And I'm like, what just came out of your mouth? And so I'm like, I, oh, by the way, I hate vacuuming. Oh, and by the way, I hate, like, labor outside in the hot sun. Um, but I had to contribute something to this project. It has been, like, massive, massive. It's been so much work um, um, for my dear husband. He actually moved seven and a half tons of um, pea gravel all by himself one day. Um, I wasn't too upset that I didn't have help with that, but then again, he probably could have used some help on that. So anyway, I get out there. I actually drag the vacuum out there, and he's like, no, 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 no. So he gives me the shot back with a two-inch um, thing to suck everything up on a 500-square-foot I'm like, oh, my goodness. It actually didn't take that long, but we sucked up all the rocks off the AstroTurf, which was very important to him. And it's done. Um, everything is down. The dogs now have rest. How does it get even better to that? Better than that? And you are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy. Um, so never thought I would vacuum AstroTurf, but you know what? You got to do what you got to do sometimes. And today, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I think um, Sean got, he just like got his points for me. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Sean got all the points on this project, all the points. And oh, um, our point of view for anybody that's thinking about it, hire somebody to do your turf in your yard. Um, just hire it. Hire, hire somebody else. It's, it's awful. Anyway, just <laughs> the obvious here in Dr. Andy's world. Um, how many times, how many, oh my gosh, my screen, how many things require your attention on a daily basis? Do you tend to focus on the big stuff 
it can be easy to be distracted by the things that need our attention, i.e. the problems, the important stuff, but just how much of our attention to those things do those things really require? Have you ever considered you could be missing a lot of information because of where you are putting your attention? Maybe the obvious thing isn't really the thing. So let us distract you a bit for this week's exploration. You're, you are here with me for the next hour of distraction on shifting where, when, and how we use our attention to get to the information that will help everything shift and change. Because here in Dr. Andy's world, I love to talk about energy and how that plays an integral part in um, creating your own reality with your animals. Um, Distracted by the obvious. So I have two places I want to go today. One, um, what we allow this reality to distract us from with our animals. And then I actually want to um, talk about what we call distractor implants in excess consciousness. So if this is your first time visiting Dr. Andy's world, um, we are all over the place. Um, we talk about what works in this reality, what doesn't work in this reality, and how energy plays um, an intricate role in all that. And we use a lot of tools and processes from access consciousness. Um, and I am, if you, I have a lot of letters behind my name. It's very fancy, very fancy. And I'm actually kidding about that. But um, I'm a doctor, um, chiropractic. I'm a certified animal chiropractor here in Colorado in the US and then I'm a certified facilitator with access consciousness and you can forget all of that stuff. It's not important. But I have had the pleasure of playing with dogs um pretty much every day for the last seventeen years. And they have shown me a lot. Um so the first segment, what do we allow this reality to distract us from with our animals? Um and do we tend to focus on the big stuff? And that's a simple, usual, yes, right? Um, and I happen to talk about some of these big stuff, some of these problems that this reality tends to focus on um, when we've been chatting on Facebook, which you can actually catch me live on every Tuesday at 4 or 5 p.m. Um, standard time. We talked about ECLs. How often have you, your friends, somebody else, gone to the vet because your dog's been limping in the rear and it's been an ACL. Is it really? Just because they're limping doesn't mean it's a knee issue. That knee is connected to the hock, to the toes, and then up the line to the pelvis, to the sacrum, to the, to the lumbars. How often do we get distracted by the obvious of the limping, it must be a knee? So how many points of view, um, and actually, let's go back a step, <laughs> And you see your dog limping, how often do you go to the point of view, it must be they tore their ACL, their CCL, they injured their knee. Because that is the predominant point of view in this reality. They're limping in the rear, that's the problem. So how often do we get distracted from how they're limping? We assume this. When it actually could be something else. And how often do we stop and not ask another question? We go to the vet, the vet says this, and that's it. We follow whatever they tell us to do. And how often do you have a gut knowing that there's something else here? How often do you um, ask another question? 
Is it a knee or something else? And use our tool of light and heavy. It's a very simple question. And you get just get in touch with your animal, however that is. You can and ask the question, is this a knee or something else? And whatever's lighter, follow that energy. Could be something else. Cool. And then ask the animal to show you where you need to go. Um, we talked about on those live chats, um, anal sacs and how you have an anal gland or an anal sac issue, and it actually could be the bright, shiny thing that needs to be handled, right? It is you are being distracted by the obvious that this needs this anal gland needs to be expressed, this anal gland needs to be um, removed, this anal gland needs to be handled, but we miss all of what it's, it, it could be referring to as is, your animal is very toxic. But we get so distracted by this thing needs to be taken care of and this thing is the only quote-unquote problem. Instead of what else is it indicating? What else is it referring to? Um, thyroid. Oh, my goodness. So much uh, and so many clients come in, my dog has a low thyroid. It's usually low in dogs. It's usually high high in cats. So it's hypo low in dogs and hyper high in cats. But we're talking about dogs here and so many, might, they have a low thyroid. Um, yes, that is the, um, the thyroid. What if that is the first thing that lights up? That first Thing that is being obvious, but it's an indication that your endocrine system is not functioning properly. So what is the regular general thing we do in this reality for a low thyroid in a dog? We put them on thyroid meds, right? We test the thyroid. It's not in this range that this lab decided that is normal or regular for dogs. However, they do that. And it's low. So we put them on meds to get it into that lab-created normal scenario. And we don't do anything else. But what if we took a step back and go, what else is going on here? What else needs to be addressed here? What nutritional part of this does this, what is this actually indicating to me? So the thyroid is low. Do you know there's how many other organs that that thyroid plays into? There's the pituitary, there's um, the adrenals, there's all, it's a whole endocrine system. So what if you, as the aspiring empowered pet parent, get online and look up endocrine, endocrine system in dogs and see what else is going on, right? And see where else you might want to make some changes before you go to the meds or what other meds are available. Do you have to do a prescription? Can you start with a supplement that would support the thyroid and see what we can do there? See, distracted by the obvious. We get so distracted by the limping must be this knee. Um, the anal sac must be expressed or come out. The thyroid must be supplemented. But we don't take a, a look at the picture, the bigger picture. So how often do you do that with your animals? These are just a few examples. 
how often do you not expand out, take a breath, and really see what else is possible here? What about behaviors? We'll get off the medical a little bit. What about behaviors? Like, you can identify this behavior. Uh, okay, let's go with um, resource guarding. Uh, let's go with dogs who are resource guarding of their food. Let's just go with that. And we have identified this. Cool. You now have a why. Um, you call in a trainer. They give you some uh, tips uh, how to change that. And then you have, we've talked about this, we've talked about stories, and then you have the story of why this behavior has shown up. They were the uh, the most common is they were the runt of the litter. And um, they were found, they were emaciated, they must have been starved. So you have all these points of view on why it's okay to be resource guardian of their meals. So this is where that energy comes into play, at least where I see the energy and the points of view come into play with behavior. What if that behavior would dissipate if you dissipated all of your points of view about why they have that behavior? What if the why is never important again? I know, that just boggles everybody's mind because we are so focused on the finding of the why and what if it doesn't actually matter? And everything I just scrambled your brain with, can we destroy and uncreate at all times, a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, and that's that weird clearing statement. I'm just shifting the energy. That's all that is. Easy peasy, don't get caught up in it. Okay? So what if it's the points of view holding that behavior in place, not that we need to actually change that behavior with training. Um, we do have a chat room. I'm gonna like pause on that. I got so distracted by the chat room. I'm so sorry because this is so exciting to me. Um, so here in Inspired Choices Network and because we have this fun hybrid show going on where I get to do this live with you every Friday and then goes out to a podcast, um, across all the platforms, there's people in the chat room with me. I have my producers in there. We've got a couple other people. And we had a really, one of my clients was in the chat room. We had this fun visit with her dog, Angel. And she was just um, reporting that she had a significant reduction in rock eating, which that's a whole story for another time. Um, but that is so exciting. Exciting. Yay, Neely. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing. And if you are listening live and want to hop into that chat room, please do. We're having a party. Come join us. We all know how to use chat rooms. Um, and you can ask other questions and you can make awesome comments like reducing and rock eating because you know what? We always want less rock eating. Um, <laughs> but back to behaviors. And I know I am talking like 180 degrees and what is being um, proclaimed as how you should handle your animals and your, specifically your dog's behaviors in this reality. But what if you did not buy that story anymore about 
being starved, being the runt of the litter, um, being emaciated? What if you gave up all those points of view? And what if that would shift the resource guarding of the bull? And that does not discount it, then U.S. Yes, there's other things you could put in place to help shift that. But how much easier would changing that behavior be if you changed your points of view first? Um, so what if you are missing so much information because we only see the obvious? We're resource guarding. I must change that behavior. Yeah, okay. But see how much force and significance it is on that instead of, okay, what points of view are holding? What if we changed it to what points of view do I have that is holding this behavior in place? And you can use that question with any kind of behavior. I just came up with that one. What points of view am I, do I have that's holding this specific behavior in place? And then you use that clearing statement. Everything that is. Times a gazillion. We destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, hodpock, all nine, boy shorts, ambience, and that dissipates your points of view. And it changes the energy. And we know, because I've mentioned this, but we also know this. We know this. Our critters are um, energy beings, right? They're energetic beings. Um, they speak in energy, not language, right? Um, they are, and they are psychic. And what if they are reading and living up to those points of view in our heads? So let's go back real quick and then we have to take a break. Focus on the big stuff. When you brought home that Labrador, this is just an example, but when you brought home that Labrador, did you have a point of view at some point you would be re replacing an ACL? And then they came up limping, so you concluded it must be an ACL. Then you went to the vet, and the vet told you it was an ACL. So in this reality, we call those um, life-fulfilling prophecies, right? Fulfilling prophecies. What if it's your points of view create your reality? Anal sacs. My last dog always had trouble with those anal glands. I always had to express them every month. And the next puppy or the next dog that comes in has the same problem. It must, I, every dog must have these problems. But what if it's actually your point of view creating your reality? Because you get distracted by the obvious that every dog should have an anal gland problem because all of your dogs have had an anal gland problem. But what if it actually has more to do with your points of view? Thyroid. Nine-year-old dogs, they all have low thyroid. All of my dogs, by the time they were nine or ten, they had a low thyroid. And you just bought that as true instead of looking at your points of view. You got distracted by what has always been true and what all of your friends say and what the vets tell you instead of what else is underneath the obvious or what you have bought as true. Cool. Let that sink in. It's very, very different than how things are presented to you in this reality currently. They're, it's very different. You may want to listen to that segment a couple times because we're going to move on to distractor implants when we return. <laughs> Shakala. <laughs>
when we return to Dr. Andy's world here on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back or forward, everyone, to Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network. I am Dr. Andy. We are talking about being distracted by the obvious. So segment one, we did a very different look into how we generally um, function with our animals in this reality and how much we let the obvious distract us from Oh my goodness, let's say the other 95% of the energy that is contributing to a certain situation, um, a certain issue, a problem, if you'd like to call it that. So if you missed that, head back and check that out when this live broadcast, I am live. It is Friday afternoon here in sunny Colorado, June 12th. Um, it becomes a podcast here shortly and then goes out to all the internet platforms or the vast majority of them. I don't even know how many there are. Um, again, we are having um, a, a party in the chat room. So if you are catching this live and want to hop in there, we'd love to have you. You can comment, question, or just kind of stalk us. It's fine. We like that too. Okay. So the second a distraction from the obvious, um, I wanted eh, I don't know how different it is, but we're going to go over distractor implants. Uh, and this comes from Access Consciousness. Um, the founder and creator, Gary Douglas, this came from him. And I'm going to read them off, and then we're going to talk about them briefly. We're not going to get too in-depth with this, but I do want to bring up, and I have not touched on this topic before here, um, distraction in general. 
um, and distraction with our animals, of course. So distractor implants, I'm going to not go too slow, and I'm not going to rattle them off too fast for you, but anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, regret, guilt, addictive, compulsive, obsessive, perverted, points of view, love, sex, jealousy, peace, life, death, being reality, fear, doubt, business, and relationship. So how many of those do you use to distract yourself with, keep yourself busy with? Keisha's like, just a few, right? So some of them are like, oh, we're not going to get into that. But fear, how often do we use the distractor implant of fear? What if fear is just a distraction to keep you stuck? Um, you don't want to head into the vet. This is a popular club, right? head into the vet to find out um, what's wrong with your animal because that's what the vet does. It finds out what's wrong with your animal um, because you are afraid to find out what's wrong. And what if nothing is actually wrong and we can go into that another day, which I do often. But how often do you allow fear to keep you stuck in your life and living? Period. And what if <laughs> fear is not real? And what if next time it comes up, um, you lean into it and move forward anyway. Lean into that uncomfortable. Lean into that fear. Um, how often do you or someone you know uses anger as a distraction? Right? They get angry about everything so they can be anger, angry. And how much does that actually control everybody around them? Again, not allowing for change. Not allowing to go beyond that distraction to change it. Guilt. Oh, my goodness, guilt. Right? Gosh. Depending on what religion you grew up in, you might have a little or a lot. Right? How much do we use guilt to control us? And what if that's just a distraction to keep us stuck? Again, not real. This is just the tip of a huge iceberg with these and um, what we call distractor implants in access consciousness. So I'm just giving you a itty bitty bitty awareness that this stuff, what if this stuff, these, these distractions, these obvious distractions are not even real. Um, so we went guilt. Um, Business, business is on here. This was actually a really big one for me. Um, it's still a little one for me. Who's a workaholic out there? Um, I'm a recovering workaholic, and I actually had to do a lot of work with business because business was my distraction. Um, I did a lot of it when the, my stepchildren were at home. I didn't actually want to be home with them. I don't think this is news to my husband. Um, <laughs> um, and so I would, this was very important. I had to go to work. Um, and so I have gotten better with that. Um, when it does kind of rear its ugly head, um, everything that 
actually, what is it? What's underneath this distractor implant of business? Can I destroy and uncreate all that times a gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, short, scans. Everything this distractor implant of fear is, can I destroy and uncreate it all? times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and yes. So you can use that funny little saying um, and and clear the energy and change it. <laughs> Neely's in the chat room. Not me, I'm a lazy bum. Um, I doubt that. And um, yeah, if you had met me, ah, geez, eight years ago, oh, the amount of hours I put in the amount of clients. I saw the amount of proving um, my worth to everyone that was a big portion of my business was so big. And now that has changed dynamically because I have chosen to change it dynamically. I have chosen to take a look at it, to acknowledge it, to clear it, to work with it. Um, love is on here as a distractor implant. How could that be, Dr. Andy? Love can change the world. And how often do we get distracted by love? I um, should do this because I love them. Um, I should be like this because they require that of me and I love them or they love me. Um, how many, we've talked about this in the past, um, how many different definitions of love is there or are there? Like, what does love mean to me and what does love mean to my husband and what does love mean to my parents and what does love mean to my neighbor? Like, everybody has different definitions. And all of that distracts you from essentially you being you, right? Um, so that's just itty-bitty bit of it. Um, but I wanted to bring up distraction and it might pop up again here and there in all the things we do here in Dr. Andy's world. But what is your, and not everybody has all of these. There's like 20 something here, right? But what is the one that you default to the most? Um, do you default to the anger, the rage? Do you default to the guilt or the regret? Do you default to um, finding that next person to love, do you, um, or get in relationship with. Oh my goodness, how much of a distraction is relationship? How much do you use your relationship with your pet as a distraction? How often do you not go on a trip because you have to take care of your dog? How much do you not get that other job because you don't want to work over there because of your pet? Um, how much do you use your relationship with your animals as a distraction to being you and changing the world? That's not always a negative thing either. But everywhere I'm using relationship as a distraction, can I destroy and uncreate it all? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Because then you have more space and things can shift and change. And again, back to allowing things to change. If you would like something different, you might need to choose something different. So that choosing of something different might be clearing that relationship you have with your animals to see what can show up. I know, I say a lot of words. And it is, what if it is so easy? That's why we don't choose it. It's so 
insignificant. That's why we don't choose it. Okay, I have one fun clearing that I want to do, and then we have to go take another break. Um, and this kind of fits, kind of doesn't. It's just one of my favorites. So I wanted to, sh it just popped to share it today. So what have you decided is absolutely not changeable, that truly is changeable with your animals, that if you allow it to change, would give birth to the greatness of you? All of that, times a gazillion, destroyed, uncreated, all right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. What if we let go of the distraction that then allows for the change? I'm going to cough. I'm sorry. <coughs> Let's go to break, Keisha, so I can get the frog out of my throat. Thank you for joining me on Dr. Andy's World. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Yo, yo, welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. So every Friday afternoon live, well, I shouldn't say every, like the vast majority. Five, I am here, Inspired Choices Network, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can catch us live. We do this fun, I guess I'm going to call it hybrid. We get to get together, play in the chat room, um, live, and then it goes out to be a podcast on all the all of your favorite po podcast platforms. So today, 
Distraction from the obvious is what um, we have chatting about. Um, the first segment, we kind of went over some of the big obvious things um, pet parents tend to get distracted about. And in the second segment, we did a lot more access stuff. So, it, you know, I should have warned you at the front of the show in case you, ah, I don't like that weird stuff you talk about, Andy, but I like all this other stuff. Um, then, then maybe you could have skipped it. But too late. I hope you got something out of it. We were talking about distractor implants, um, which is a tool um, it's a concept, it's not really a concept, but it comes from access consciousness. And we were talking about how we use our relationship with our pets as a distraction. And I have to bring this up because my fabulous producer Keisha put in the chat room. She brought up the f kind of the flip of that um, or the difference in, of that and everything that she's allowing to distract her from having the relationship that is actually possible with her totally magical animals. That's what she brought up. Um, everything that is that that, um, that you are allowing yourself to distract you from having that relationship that is actually possible with your totally magical animal can we destroy and uncreate all that times a gazillion right wrong good bad pod puck all nine boys shorts and beyonds how awesome okay OMG what is coming up in Dr. Andy's world we have been um, cooking up lots of great stuff it's amazing. It's amazing, um, if I do say so myself. So the chat system has officially launched itself this week. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know how many of you out there listening do business. Um, and then there's a very regular way of doing business in this reality. And it's you do A, and then you do B, and then you do C, and then maybe you get to D or whatever. It's very linear. And there's a lot of awesome nuggets in that, and we don't do that here at Dr. Andy's Row. Um, I have been talking to Keisha about we need this page up on the website. I don't know what this page is, wants to look like. been asking the website, been asking, and it in the last – seven days or so and then just in the last couple it's like unfolded itself magically as if by magic so the chat system so communication with your animal um health it's including nutrition and body work assessment asking those questions and following that energy and then targets what are your targets with animals now and in the future so if you want to get together we're going to just have a chat um, we're going to actually have that animal communication. We're actually going to ask that animal those questions. Um, and I'm just so stinking excited. So if, you, if I'm going to invite you to go over to drandysworld.com, check out the chat page. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. And if you want to get together, let's have a chat. Uh, I would love to um, facilitate anything that's going on with your animals um, and kind of and give you these tools so you can start using this with your animal for whatever comes up so you can get all the information and not get stuck or distracted by the obvious okay Whew. <laughs> um the next live chat on facebook that's on my um dr andy harper page is is your dog suffering from food allergies we're gonna talk about that 405 p.m mountain standard time um come on over to facebook um, invite your friends, come play. Um, 
we're going to, I'm going to do my best to, to really start playing with this chat system and really start applying it to all of these quote unquote problems that you have convinced yourself, convinced yourself you have with your animals. And what if acknowledging something or getting a little bit of different information could change everything for you and your animals? That is on Tuesday, whatever date that is, 4 or 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And as always, um, we have a free membership. And on all the podcast pages, if you scroll down, there's a link, join the free membership. You will be kept up to date on everything that's going on, including the Global Animal Magic Sessions, which if you are not there, I have no idea what's up because I am having so much freaking fun with this. We get on Zoom. We grab an animal. Okay, I tell you to ask your animals. But we grab an animal, and we run this energy together. We tap into it, and it's almost like a freight train. It's so awesome. I'm having so much fun with that. The next Global Animal Magic session is 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on Sunday, the 14th. Yes, today's the 12th, the 14th. Um, but it's free. You just have to show up. Again, it's so easy. We don't do it, right? Um, there's no recordings at this time. So you have to show up live with an animal or without. I don't even care about that. Um, and that link is in the free membership. So you have to join the free membership if you want the link to come to the Animal Magic. I highly recommend it if I do say so myself. Okay. Oh, next week. What does it take to be an empowered pet parent? With my dear, dear friend Ashley Ferraro, she's going to join us. We're going to have a fun, easy-peasy conversation um, pretty, about her journey, about my journey, and what does it take to be um, an empowered pet parent? And what, do, what do I even mean by that? Um, and if you're listening to this show, you're probably already an empowered pet parent because you are looking for that other information that can contribute to you and your animal. There's my, there's my um, a point of view about an empowered pet parent. Um, we don't necessarily want to define it because then it limits it. But here we go. And then the following week, welcome to the funny farm. We're just going to have some fun. Simple, simple, funny farm. And then I'm taking a, we're just taking a break. Um, you can always be more empowered. Yes, Keisha, we can always be more empowered. That does not end. Part of being an empowered pet parent, your education, your information, your continual journey with your animals can, does not, can, you can always be more. It doesn't end. You can always be more. Um, and then we're taking a break. Dr. Andy's World is going to take a two-month break. Uh, we're going to revamp some things. Um, there will be replays on Friday. Um, and... Huh, and we're going to revamp some things. We're going to get our guests lined up. We're we're not going away. We're just taking a live show break. We will be back for season three, um, I believe, early September. Um, but my target for next season is to bring you a guest and bring you the information that you are looking for. Um, so if there is someone you want me to get on the show, if there's a topic I haven't covered that you would really like me to cover, send me an email, drandy at drandysworld.com, um, and let me know what that is. And we will do our darndest to, darndest to get you that information and, and 
get that person or that topic up on Dr. Andy's world. We would love to hear from you. Okay. Is that it, Keisha? Did I cover it all? Did I actually remember everything <laughs> this week? I always forget something that I'm supposed to let everybody know about, right? Okay. She says yes. Woo, woo. Um, okay, let's take our final break of this episode of Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network, and then we will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. <sighs> Today's episode, Distracted by the Obvious. We started with uh, some obvious things that all dog owners, I, I should not, you know, make everybody in this category, but some of the really obvious things that most dog owners just think are, are regular and normal and going to happen. And we get so distracted by it and we get so distracted by what we do about it that we don't take a look at all the points of view that we have on what's holding it in place. And the whole energetic component to the obvious quote-unquote problems that we have with our animals. So we kind of went through that. Um, there's, there's lots of goodies in there. So if you missed the first section um, segment, head back to that, listen to that. Segment two, we delved a little bit deep into the um, excess consciousness today. Um, we don't always do that, but we talked about distractor implants, and I listed I listed them all off um, really briefly in the show. But we're not going to get caught up in that. But what are you using to distract yourself and to keep yourself stuck? Um, and you can even apply that to what you distract yourself um, with with your animal, and or what you distract yourself with. So you don't have that um, relationship you are looking for with your animal. Um, so all that, all of that in two segments. So go back and listen to that if you missed it. Um, so let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I am caught up in the chat room. I cannot talk and read at the same time. I have gotten better, but whew, not one of my... Um, easiest uh, skills. Okay, last segment today is Ask Dr. Andy. So I had a plan and I just had a question come in. So let's do that. 
how's it get even better than that? Um, okay, Dr. Andy, could you talk about dog's feet and how they are part of the body's heating, cooling, um, how much they can do um, their feet absorb, like carpet cleaner, floor cleaner, yard treatment, etc. Yes, let's do it. Let's talk about feet. I think I might have touched on it a little bit last week, um, but your dogs, you, your dogs, <laughs> dogs um, cool themselves through panting, right? We all know that, right? A big, big red tongue hanging out, you know, drool, panting when they're warm. They also sweat out, out their feet, okay? Not a lot, but they don't, their skin actually doesn't sweat. So they only have two smaller, let's say, smaller portals to cool themselves down. Um, they generally don't have um, trouble keeping warm, I guess, unless you have like a hairless chihuahua or something. I mean, you have a short-haired little dog. That's where all those sweaters have come in over the years. Um, but, you know, not not necessarily a big deal. But... Um, when you are, which if you do want to keep your dog warmer or they're out in the snow with you, booties, like boots on the feet, because that, those pads, they're a little rougher, but they are part of the skin, right? Whatever hits those pads gets into the skin, um, which is the largest organ. And that skin, once any, once something hits the skin, it goes to all the systems in the body. Okay. Um, I actually had just a discussion um, with my husband on why we don't spray for weeds um, in our yard. Um, we don't have a lot of places that require it. And he's like, well, they won't be eating the grass. They won't be eating them. I'm like, that has actually nothing to do with it. I don't want them walking over it. Because as soon as they step onto those chemicals, whoop, right into their system and to all of their body systems. Um, that's what skin does. That's what skin does for us too. Um, oh gosh, this just hit me. But so long ago, if you put your own toes, if, don't do this to your dog. Um, put a garlic clove in between your big toe and your second toe and hold it. You should be able to taste that in a matter of minutes. That is what your skin does. Right? That is what your skin does. So your dogs, like I said, don't do the garlic thing, but when they're stepping on stuff, like um, the fluid for the Swiffers, some of the most toxic stuff out there for your animals to walk on. Don't use any of those cleaning products on your floor. Um, don't let your animals walk on them. And then even if they quote unquote dry and they walk on it, and it doesn't necessarily readily absorb, but then they are licking their feet, then it is in. It's in their body. So these feet play a huge role in everything. So if you're wearing those booties out and it's hot, like, oh, let's put boot, booties on so their feet aren't on the hot concrete for a walk, you could, um, you're not going to allow them to sweat as well as they should. They're going to overheat easier. Um, What's the, what's the, I'm trying to think of what's the key to the hot concrete? Is it the back of your hand onto the concrete um, before you go for a walk? 
It's bloody hot. You go for a walk barefoot and see how that feels on your feet now that we're getting into the warmer summer months. Um, so be aware that when you go for a walk, you may have that short-haired, light-colored dog that does pretty well in the heat, but you're not standing on that concrete or that asphalt um, barefooted. They are. So um, be aware of that, peeps. But then if you cover them, then they can't sweat as well. They can't release the heat as well. So just go early in the morning or late at night. Don't go in the heat of the day. Um, yeah, that that asphalt gets hot. Um, cat feet are, yes, thanks, Keisha. I believe cat feet, cat feet, cat feet um, work very, very um, similarly. I believe they, cats don't pant as much, but I think we've all seen them. Like I used to have cats that would go outside and they'd come barreling in the house and then they're laying there panting. It's very funny to see a cat pant. Um, I would have to actually have to do a little more research on cats on how they cool themselves off. They're just not really in, um, interested in getting all worked up like that. They're very good at conserving their energy, unlike the dogs, which is part of their point of view on why dogs are stupid. Um, <laughs> okay, Neely says, if you can stand it for 10, 15 seconds, supposedly the dogs can handle it, the concrete heat. Okay, so that, like on the back of your hand. So if you hold it on there and you, it's, you, you don't need to pull your hand away, I guess it's okay. I know there was something out there. There's some kind of rule on that, but really, um, you don't need to be out in the dead of, the middle of the day in the dead of heat with your, with your dog. Um, hey, cover it. As it, that question's kind of on the fly. I probably would have done a little more looking into it. Neely had a great point in here too. Cold feet and warm feet are also good indication organ system functioning too. Like my little poodle, my puddle, he sweats quite a bit. So yeah, I wonder how much that actually indicates um, the sympathetic nervous system functioning as compared to the parasympathetic functioning, nervous system functioning. And I guess I've got to go. It's the end of the show. So that's the end of that conversation. And thank you so much for joining me on Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network. Until next week, how much fun can you have with your animals? <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?